Welcome to the Wake Up Call podcast, a show to raise your consciousness, deprogram and replace limiting and destructive beliefs, reignite your life and ultimately wake the hell up to your true potential. I'm your host and guide, Shannon Riley, and now let's get into today's episode. Happy Monday, Fun Day fam. It's also the first of the freaking month. I love it when a Monday is on the first. It's like a gift from the calendar gods of just this new rejuvenating energy, and it literally feels like New Year's Day. So I hope you give yourself that great energy and have a kick-ass freaking Monday, which leads into a kick-ass week. And I'm so happy that you are here kicking off your week with the Wake Up Call podcast with me, your girl. Today is all about something called self-compassion, and this is for all the hard asses out there who think self-compassion is a bunch of bullshit for babies who cry at the drop of a feather. Listen, I am a purebred Northeastern Bostonian masshole type of girl. So masculine energy and being tough and being hard is my energy. Okay. And I've been living in that for almost 25 years this month. But you guys, there's nothing wrong with masculine energy, but there should be a balance with a little bit of feminine energy, which is that softer side and that more compassionate side towards other people and towards ourselves, which obviously is self-compassion. So just to give you a general definition of what self-compassion really is, It obviously involves acting the same way towards yourself when you are having a difficult time or when you fail or when you notice something that you don't like about yourself. And this is instead of just ripping yourself to absolute shreds for all of your different shortcomings or failures or insecurities. So self-compassion really just means that you're kind and understanding when you're confronted with those personal failings. Now, there are three different components of self-compassion. The first one is going to be self-kindness and then it's common humanity and then mindfulness. We're going to start by diving into self-kindness. I'm stating the obvious here, but self-compassion literally entails being warm and understanding towards yourself whenever you are suffering or you feel like you've failed or you feel inadequate or you feel lesser than. Instead of ignoring your pain and ripping yourself to shreds with self-criticism in the mirror. So self-compassionate people generally recognize that being imperfect and failing and experiencing life difficulties is completely inevitable. So they tend to be more gentle with themselves when they're confronted with painful experiences rather than getting angry and triggered immediately when life falls short of any of our set ideals. Now, I like to see this as the difference between our ego and our higher self. And I'm just going to paint this visualization for you because this is exactly how I see it in my head. So on your right shoulder is this little teeny tiny pipsqueak and its hair is completely disheveled. It has an underbite. It has horrible breath. It has a really high-pitched annoying voice. It never shuts up. It cannot read the room. It's always talking shit and criticizing literally everybody and yourself all of the time. And this little thing on your right shoulder, it's your ego. And it's also really heavy. Like you can feel it on your shoulder. But then on your left shoulder is your higher self. And this version of you is so vibrant and strong and it's completely light on your shoulder. It feels like there's either nothing there or like a little feather. And its voice, it sounds like freaking Beyonce or it's like humming binaural beats that can like literally just put you into this meditative flow state. And it's just like lightly dancing. It greets everybody. It's so welcoming. It's so kind. Everybody loves this version. It's incredible, right? 
this is your higher version of yourself. And also, if you're spiritual or religious, this is the version of yourself that your creator gave you and wants you to become and to fulfill. However, our ego on our right shoulder, it's so manipulative because how loud it is that we become that version because it's just easier to focus in over there than it is to focus on our higher self on our left shoulder because it's so light that we kind of don't even remember that it's there. So hopefully you can really visualize the two different versions of yourself on your shoulders. So how all of this ties back in to self-compassion and self-kindness is your higher self is usually whispering self-kindness to yourself, but you literally just cannot hear it because your ego will not shut the F up. It's so annoying. It's so loud. It has a high pitched squeaky voice. It's heavy. You can feel it on your shoulder. It's always there yelling in your ear. So you cannot even hear the self-kindness that your higher self, especially again, if you're religious or spiritual, that your creator has given you. Therefore, this self-kindness that's coming from your higher self, it's coming from your creator. And you're not even listening to it because you have bought in to this stupid, small, annoying ego that will not shut the hell up. Unless, you raise your awareness towards the fact that it's even there and simply tell it to shut the F up. Because once you do that, you will therefore take the power back to choose between which side you listen to. You choose if you listen to your ego, your manipulative douchebag ego, or your really freaking cool, compassionate, higher self. And the next time you want to be really highly critical of yourself, this is going to sound weird, but say it out loud. I don't care if you're in public, literally say it out loud. All the shit that you just allow to go through your brain and you just let it go, you let it fly, that's unacceptable. Your word is absolutely vital to your well-being. And if you allow your word to be directed by your manipulative piece of shit ego, you are going to be so absolutely unnecessarily brutal on yourself and completely derail all of your well-being. All because you have given the keys to your car to your freaking ego who is a reckless driver. So take the goddamn keys back and Pay attention to what you say in your mind. It matters and it's controlling your life. And you have to be kind to yourself. Do not be an asshole to yourself in your head. And when you start, start freaking listening and snap out of it and say it out loud so you break the pattern, you break that habit, and then you can replace it with the better habit of being kind to yourself. And that doesn't mean blowing a bunch of smoke up your ass. It's just not being a total dick. Okay, now number two, the second element or component of self-compassion is called common humanity. And this is one that I don't think a lot of people have actually heard of directly, at least. And I really, really like this one because it really takes the spotlight off of ourselves and it puts us back into the world at large and realizing that everybody has their shit. We get so frustrated when things don't go exactly as we want them to. And we get this really irrational sense of isolation as if like I is the only person on the planet suffering or making mistakes or feeling like a failure or feeling inadequate. But you guys, all humans suffer. Literally, all of us have our own shit. And the very definition of being a human means that you're mortal and you're vulnerable and you're completely imperfect. So self-compassion involves recognizing that this suffering is literally just a part of the human experience. It's a part of the equation of life. And it's something that we all go through rather than just being something that only happens to you, yourself, 
alone. So common humanity allows you to take the spotlight off of yourself and remember that everyone is going through something, which kind of gives you a sense of a community in the sense that you know that your neighbor is going through something as well and you can offer them compassion because what you offer and how you treat other people is subconsciously how you are treating yourself. So when you recognize that everyone is going through something and everyone has their shit, you will therefore also allow yourself to believe that it's okay to have your own shit too. I love that element of self-compassion. It's such a good one and I feel like it's so freaking overlooked. I think that we all understand like be kind to your neighbor, but common humanity kind of allows you to see yourself in your neighbor and recognize that everybody is going through something. And also to give you a little ego dynamic and visualization of this as well, imagine your ego, which again is on your right shoulder. It's super heavy. Now it's literally fly fishing, okay? And it threw its line up on your right ear and it's slowly reeling you in. And this is really what I mean by the fact that you just get this tunnel vision spotlight on yourself and it just becomes this irrational sense of me, 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 and everybody else has a perfect life. Nobody is going through anything and we just completely forget that literally suffering is part of the human experience and the ego wants you to believe that you are the only person suffering because it's trying to offer you this manipulative sense of healing because as long as you believe that the ego is what will heal this feeling of isolation you're keeping the ego alive it is manipulatively making you sick and then it's offering you the medication to fix it it's like this big circle where the only thing that really benefits is the ego. The ego stays alive within this cycle of believing that you are alone in your own shit. But your higher self on the left side, she knows that other people are suffering too. She knows that this is just the natural part of life. She knows that this is literally part of the story that needs to be there. But you can't look at that because the stupid ego is literally dragging you into its stupid little vortex, okay? I hope that image in your head makes sense because to me, I see it perfectly crystal clear. And then the last component of self-compassion is mindfulness. Now, I'm willing to bet my right arm that you have heard of mindfulness before. However, I'm also willing to bet my right arm that the majority of the American society does not even come close to practicing mindfulness. Because mindfulness is the willing to observe our negative thoughts or honestly just any thoughts and emotions with complete openness and honesty and clarity so that we are held within awareness. It's a non-judgmental receptive state of mind in which we can observe our thoughts and feelings as they are without suppressing them or denying them or escaping them or avoiding them. So mindfulness requires that we do not over identify with our thoughts and our emotions. This is kind of like when we say I am sad rather than I feel sad and it's completely 150% okay and natural and honestly necessary to feel sad or any kind of negative emotions but it is not okay to identify with them. You are not sad. You feel sad. You are not anxious. You feel anxious. You guys, your words are so freaking important. And your ego is the thing that is forcing you to identify as these feelings because it's keeping you down. It's like crabs in a bucket. They're all about to go get boiled and die. And one of them tries to get out and the rest of them pull it back down so that it dies with them. That is exactly what the ego is doing to you when you identify as these negative emotions. It is 150% necessary and natural to feel them and go through the feelings of them, but do not identify as them. You are not 
anxious or sad or depressed, you feel those things. You are, insert your name here, you are your higher self, which was given to you by your creator that you are meant to fulfill and become this incredible human being that leaves a kick-ass impact on the planet. You can't do that if you're identifying with your negative emotions that are coming from your ego. And the ego is using those as mechanisms to hold you hostage. That is exactly how it's holding you at gunpoint to keep itself alive. Stop feeding the ego with this negative identification of these feelings and emotions. And this is really the value of mindfulness because when you're mindful, you actually start to see this going down. And hopefully now that I have like descriptively described the difference between the ego on your right shoulder and the higher self on your left shoulder, you'll actually start to see this like as an actual movie in your mind because that's really what mindfulness is. It's watching your thoughts and your emotions pass by like a movie. You take yourself out of the main role or the biggest character of the movie and now you're just in the audience eating popcorn and you get to just like watch them go by and be like, oh, that's cool or oh, that's like kind of stupid. That makes no sense. Why the hell would I say that? I'm really ugly and fat and nobody likes me. Like that's literally stupid. Why would I say that? You get to take that different perspective on things which allows you to live a really great life. That's what mindfulness really freaking is. It's stepping back and decentering yourself so that you realize that thoughts are not always facts. Think of it this way. Your thoughts are innocent until proven guilty, but you're not proving them guilty. So you're just literally allowing all of them to be innocent. And some of them are innocent which is fine. Duh. But some of them are serial killers. Okay. And you know what they're killing? They're killing your dreams and your life and your vision and your goals and your self-esteem and your self-confidence. And you're just letting them scoop by because you never really question them and ask, where are they even coming from? Because if you had that mindfulness of being in the audience rather than being on center stage, you would literally see that they're coming directly from the ego, which is this little troll pipsqueak on your right shoulder that is completely stealing your life away from you. So the next time you see somebody on Instagram talking about hashtag mindfulness, don't just gloss it over, but remember that this is literally taking back the keys to your car and putting yourself in the correct perception of how to see your life and your thoughts and your emotions and the events that go on in your life and your circumstances. And instead of seeing yourself as the main character on center stage with the spotlight on them, remember that you're in the audience with the rest of freaking humanity. And don't be that asshole in the crowd that is yelling, boo, you suck, and like throwing popcorn. Don't be that douchebag. There's usually never anybody who actually does that. And if there is, everybody's like, literally, what is wrong with you? You look like an idiot. But that's what we do in our head because you have allowed the ego to completely take control of what is going through your brain. You need to be kind to yourself. And if that doesn't like ring a bell with you or sound good enough to you, how about just don't be an asshole to yourself? Like, does that sound better for the hard asses out there? I know that I resonate more with that. Like the whole, oh my God, be kind to yourself. I've always just like literally glossed it over because I'm such a hard ass person where I'm like, that's a bunch of bullshit. They're just babies toughen up. Okay. If you want to be Mr. Tough guy or Mr. Mrs. Tough girl, don't be a dick. That's the easiest way to put it. After that, remember, everyone is going through something and that means that you can show them compassion to remember that you also deserve compassion from yourself. If you can give it, you can receive it. And if you can give it to other people, you can certainly give it to yourself and you should. And then after that, 
stop literally like being in this center stage moment of like, oh my God, look at me. And it's so dramatic. You are in the audience eating some buttery ass popcorn, having a great ass time, or maybe you're not having a great time. You're like, yeah, this movie kind of sucks. And guess what? That's fine because every movie ends, you guys. Even if you are in those negative emotion, it will end. Do you know that an emotion, unless you suppress it, probably will only last for 90 seconds? It's something that I learned when I gave up drinking. If you literally just sit with an emotion, it does not last that long. It's when you suppress it and you deny it and you avoid it and you escape it, that's when it lasts long. So don't do that and be in the audience in your mind. And also while you're freaking there, do not identify as your negative emotions. You are feeling them. You are not them, okay? That's a simple shift of language that you really got to take control of because if not, the ego will control you because again, you are its host and it is holding you hostage at gunpoint. So take back control of your words. Be kind to yourself or don't be an asshole to yourself. Remember that common humanity is a thing. Suffering is just a part of the equation and be in the audience of your thoughts and your emotions. These are just really, really small, simple shifts and mainly your perspective because you guys, heaven and hell are only one-tenth of an inch apart. And that one-tenth difference is your choice of perspective. You either consciously choose and work for a perspective that feels like heaven. It feels light. It feels bright. It feels happy. It feels eternal. Or you will unconsciously be sucked into a vortex of hell-like perception driven by your stupid little ego. And the difference between the two is your awareness. So keep that in mind the next time you're super critical of yourself and just honestly being an asshole to yourself in your mind. Or the next time you think that you're the only person going through anything and the spotlight is on you. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. And I also really love talking about the ego dynamics of everything. That's something I've recently gotten into this year. Honestly, just because I love the image of it in my head, I can see them so distinctly different. And it's that awareness that allows me to identify as my higher self every day, or at least put in the effort to try to. Nobody's perfect and I'm nowhere near my higher self in my mind, but I know that I'm actively pursuing it and that's what really matters. So I hope that this expanded your mindset around self-compassion and all the different components of it. This is actually something that we're talking about in day one of our consistency workshop, which sounds kind of weird. Like what does this have to do with consistency? But consistency has so much to do with our beliefs that are running our mind. And you can obviously see the involvement of the ego within self-compassion compassion and our ego is running our beliefs whether we know it or we not. So that's something that we're really going to be diving deep into in our consistency workshop which is still open if you would like to join us. It's five days long from March 1st to March 5th. We are going to have live coaching calls on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The time is to be determined by the group of people who actually do it because it obviously needs to work with y'all's schedule and Tuesday, Thursdays are going to be digest days with reflection and then day one, so Monday, is going to be ownership of right now which includes self-compassion. Day two, which is Wednesday, is going to be a perspective shift. And then day three on Friday is going to be habit blast off. So you can see that none of these things directly say consistency, but they kind of build up that foundation of how to actually be consistent in your life and in your endeavors. It's going to include a guided workbook with all of the notes that you need so that you don't need to scribble the whole call. You can actually just listen and absorb what we're talking about. It's going to have a guided journal to expand your 
your mindset throughout the week to create lasting change, a community of all of the people doing it to build relationships with like-minded people and grow together. You're also going to get lifetime access to the call recordings to re-listen to whenever you need a kick in the butt, maybe the first of every month, and five free workouts. If you need workouts, you don't already have them in your routine, I'll give you some of those as well. It's $49. I'm jam-packing as much value as I possibly can in here. And again, it's only five days. So think of that as $10 a day. What is that? Like Starbucks every day and just treat it as an investment for your mindset. And all of this stuff is transferable knowledge that you can carry into your health and wellness, your career, your finances, your relationships, school, any of these different areas of growth. So I think it's a very worthwhile investment, but maybe I'm biased. But either way, I'm super excited to lead it. I think it's going to be a blast in a glass, and I'm super excited to connect and serve with you guys on a group level to raise your consciousness, deprogram, and replace those limiting and completely destructive beliefs, especially your ego talking to you, to reignite your life and, again, wake you up to your true potential so that you're not being held hostage by your stupid little ego pipsqueak little bitch over there and you get to become that higher version of yourself that your creator gave you that can literally impact the world and change everything for the better. That's what we're doing. So thank you for being a part of that within the podcast and if you want to be even more a part of it, the workshop is a great freaking place to start. And thank you guys so much for starting off your week strong with the podcast. Give yourself a really freaking great Monday fun day first of the month month, start off the month really freaking strong and give yourself that gift of the new, refreshing, rejuvenating, and joyful energy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And just remember, if you hear your ego talking to you, you now have permission to elbow that bitch in the face. Okay. We don't have time. We're better than this. We deserve to be our higher selves. Go get after it today and literally kick your ego to the damn curb because I told you so. Okay, you guys, much love to you always. DMs are always open. Have a great week and I will see you next Monday.